1: Welcome, everybody. I'm here to do my monthly thing after I've been published in the Cannabis Law and Regulation Reporter. And so you can see that I'm on right over there. And this is my article for the month All Cannabis is Local, Illinois, and Municipal Cannabis Laws. So that's one of the big things Uh, you see the stigma against cannabis use really isn't going to go away until you address the ability to use it in public and see that people are responsible. Uh, I saw it firsthand when I went to HempFest this past year, and it is something that you really can't discount. Um, Can you imagine if the prohibition of alcohol ended and there were no bars? Uh, And so I looked at the way the Illinois law is written, and you're going to see this uh, increasingly in other laws, but uh, I Took the Illinois, they're quiet about it in there. And then by quiet and why I called it all the article, all cannabis is local. uh, The reason for that is of course, you know, uh, these things, they're all, they're all controlled by the municipality. Now, some States, and now we can actually get into the meat and potatoes of the actual article. What role do municipalities play in regulating or controlling state legalized activities? And let's see if I can make myself a little bit larger here. Legalized states growing in consumption, perhaps a very large gatekeeper role. In many states, for example, California, Massachusetts, municipalities have the discretion to deny retail cannabis sales outright within their borders. They also have the power to add layers of regulations, including fees when they do permit sales within their respective jurisdictions. And what about consumption in public businesses such as cannabis pubs and lounges? This article addresses the situation in Illinois and the use of municipal social use permits. So, a novel use case for fledgling cannabis entrepreneurs finds itself tucked away in the general provisions found under Article 55 of the new Illinois Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act. And then, because this is a legal publication, I uh, uh, defined Act. That's something that you do very often in law. You uh, define something and then you refer to it thereafter as just a smaller word. Uh, acronyms are also used. So anyway, the subsection permits not only cannabis business establishments to have on-site consumptions, comma, but also any other entities so authorized by the local government. Now the act goes on to define cannabis business establishments under its definitions article as any licensed cannabis business. However, the act goes even further and provides additional rights to local governments to expand on-site cannabis use beyond cannabis business establishments, for example, dispensaries, into any entity so authorized. So authorized. And then why can't I just make it look nicer? How's that? Sure. All right, local governments wield lots of power when it comes to cannabis laws, despite the states setting the statutory framework. Most states allow municipalities to set the number of cannabis licenses in their own jurisdictions. While Illinois has a state mandated ceiling to its cannabis license, a municipality may set reasonable zoning ordinances to regulate cannabis business establishments, as you can find under 410 ILCS 705-55-25, paren 2. Uh, I also will stop reading the citations on this simply because they, um, that's how lawyers kind of write. They cite things. Uh, they usually cite to authority authorities either in the uh, the statutory or the case law interpretation of what words mean so we uh, move on a local government can ban cannabis business establishments and make reasonable regulations regarding their numbers distances from locations deemed sensitive by the municipality and other time place and matter regulations reasonableness is always a fact intensive assessment based upon the circumstances but it also provides the local governments with a new and creative way to foster cannabis-related businesses and generate additional revenues. The classic analog to the cannabis social use space is a bar that serves alcohol. Often, municipalities do not just have one regulation for alcohol. Uh, Review of one of my, my hometown is Peoria, Illinois. Review of Peoria, Illinois' ordinances revealed uh, liquor licenses from class a through class L and then seven subclasses thereunder for regulating the public use of alcohol cannabis presents an equally variate, uh, presents equally many as many variations for public use licensure and perhaps even more municipalities can permit cannabis lounges where people may consume inhaled cannabis products alone because of the safety profile accompanying the short duration of the effects of inhaling cannabis, but bar oral ingestions because of the difference between what happens when you smoke or vape cannabis and what happens when you have edibles. They are two different metabolized pathways and they take longer. However, the municipality could have more stringent and phrase them as reasonable regulations regarding the public consumption of edibles and provide for additional safeguards in dosing. Now, certain pitfalls may result when people are not used to the different onset and the duration of the edibles and the inhaled cannabis. And that's one of the reasons why educating the consumer and the general public at large remains a key factor in the move towards regulations, I'm sorry, the move towards legalization and sensible regulations and the reduction of the stigma still attached to cannabis even to this day. So, Additionally, the act does not expressly provide for cannabis supper clubs, where chefs can prepare fresh cannabis-infused dishes for guests. Perhaps the reasonable on-site consumption regulations set by those municipalities provide a means of accomplishing those ends. Now, granted, a dispensary alone cannot create infused dishes. Plus, the rules for the act are not due for several months. Time will tell on social use in Illinois, depending on what the municipal governments decide to do within their communities. And there's also rumors of a trailer bill that's coming uh, for the legislative session here. It's October 12th, so uh, before the first of the year. As the liquor ordinances and their numerous classifications can provide a guidepost for what is possible with the social use of cannabis and the broad usage of the term author- authorized entity under the Act for those that may have on site consumption, the sky really is the limit because the law in Illinois expanded what businesses can have social use from merely cannabis related businesses into any authorized entity. How will the municipalities? authorize particular entities, well, they could use a licensure and they could have a fee that they take. For example, let's let's take the hypothetical public consumption of a music festival. And perhaps that music festival would be able to buy a specific type of public consumption of cannabis license as opposed to arresting the people that go to the actual festival. Perhaps a local massage therapist could start using cannabis topicals on patients, even including the THC. Maybe there would be a specific type of license for that. Or what if there's a yoga class that starts having an event with the right types of joint pairings for your asana practices? Or bakeries that specialize in space cakes and hold both cannabis infuser and dispensary licenses so they can both create the cake and package it and then sell it to their end consumer. Municipal social use permits also means more revenue for the community. Uh, Typically, retailers pay the excise taxes for the beer and liquor they sell. Now, the act provides tax revenue for both the state and the municipalities from the sale of cannabis at the dispensary and then more tax from the sale of cannabis from the cultivators for the privilege of growing cannabis before they sell it to the dispensary. What about the, I'm sorry, I skipped a sentence. Perhaps the municipality could charge some type of excise tax from the sale of infused foods at the on-site restaurant, assuming the act and its forthcoming rules allow for that type of infused foods. Right now, it appears that they all have to be uh, vacuum-packed, child-proof, and very, very clearly delineated in their uh, serving size. So, what about the uh, cannabis massage therapist? Now, that may provide some different types of issues. That person does not have the authorization to sell that, but can they use that particular salve in their business and then sell the massage? I don't know. Is that going to be some type of public use that they could regulate? Hmm. What about the prepackaged? Um, The municipality can charge a permit fee for such use and perhaps regulate the amount of THC in the pain reliever in the future. On-site consumption lounges will bring the municipalities additional permitting revenue and sales tax. Uh, That's absolutely true. If you had a cannabis bar and people went there in lieu of going out to drink at a regular bar uh, and they weren't able to buy the cannabis there BYOC, bring your own cannabis, simply because the dispensary may have the ability to have that public use ad- attached to it, but maybe another authorized entity has that, so you couldn't buy there, but you could use there, and then you could buy there. Coffee or their tea or whatever types of cafe products they have. And that's sales tax right there on top of whatever type of permitting uh, fees that they would charge that particular business establishment. Now, one of the things that's happening in Illinois is that the municipalities are slow to even allow inside their uh, municipal boundaries uh, cannabis businesses. Once that shakes itself out, then they're going to get to this issue of. Public consumption, but with that, we're going to just have to wait a little bit more and continue to work against the stigma that still exists regarding cannabis until cannabis is every bit as socially acceptable as alcohol because it is a safer substance. So, uh, real quick, I hope to see you guys out in Illinois in. Next week, I will be over at the uh, Illinois Cannabis Summit in Schaumburg. So come on out and say hi. Um, The dube tubes have not arrived. Why haven't the dube tubes arrived, guys? Needed those. It's too bad. You you need swag in this industry. Uh, And by swag, I mean stuff you can give away to people at a trade show. And then also, uh, this one isn't a trade show. This is a capital conference. That's the week thereafter, Uh, the Bazinga Capital Conference. I believe that is not, that's in downtown Chicago at the Palmer House. So I will be uh, attending and hope to hear many of those great speeches that the keynote people will provide. Until next time. I hope to see you on Wednesdays at two. We will be live next Wednesday at two from the Schaumburg thing. Uh, we tried to go live this past Wednesday. Whew, was That was that fun. So I'm going to bring my rig this time
0: until next time. I hope that you keep it legal.